0: Every person has a story, and some parts of those stories feel too hard to tell. You are listening to If You Only Knew, a mini series brought to you by the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. On today's show, my friend Lisa Whittle joins me and opens up about her struggle with shopping. Lisa came to a point in her life where she knew that she wanted to eliminate anything that was getting between her and God, and she found that it was shopping. My hope for you as you listen is that you will not just hear about a woman who gave up shopping for a bit, but you'll hear about a woman who was determined to rid her heart and soul of anything that was getting between her and God, even if it was something that to most of us sounds like kind of not that big of a deal. I'm so thankful for Lisa in sharing her story because I know that what she says is true. We're all much more alike than we think. You guys, if you're interested in hearing more of my story, check out my book, If You Only Knew, that releases on January 30th, where I invite you into my story and show you that each of us has a story that matters and that together we can encourage each other, point each other to Jesus and all proclaim that indeed Jesus is better. Here is my conversation with Lisa. Okay, Lisa, what is your if you only knew thing in your life?
1: Uh, So, okay, so it's shopping. It's actually, I struggled in the area of shopping too much. And so kind of, I, I mean, I know that's kind of broad sounding, but what I mean by that is, you know, I just found myself just kind of, that was kind of my go-to, right? So anytime I was feeling stressed, anytime I was feeling sort of less than or like something wasn't working out or just like I, even like I wanted to pick me up or, you know, usually it was to to deal with some type of emotion. I would go to this weird shopping deflection. And yeah, so I kind of reached this place in my life where I realized it, it was something that was hindering me from God. And um, that was a, it was kind of a long revelation, I guess. I mean, it was, it was one of those things when I look back, I think the Lord sort of did the unearthing and the uncovering Probably back around 2011, 2012, um, I had just written this book called Whole, which had brought out a lot of stuff. And I was at a really raw place in my life where I kind of told the Lord, like, all right, what else? bring it. Mm -hmm. Like, show me, show me some more stuff. What else do I need to work on? That's a
0: scary thing to say out loud. I'll just say that.
1: Yeah. Right. That's what I was going to say. When you ask him, (laughs) he'll, he'll usually let you know. And, um, so it was weird because then it was like, you know, he began to show me just some really, just some like ugly stuff and some buried stuff. And he began to peel back, you know, sort of like I don't know, for lack of a better way to say it, like scales for my eyes, mm-hmm, I guess, mm-hmm. and show me how this thing that seems really innocent or seemed really innocent really wasn't because it was getting in our way. And so I think, I mean, there were several things that happened, right, that were sort of callous, but I was recalling some conversations. and And really, it took me three years from the time the Lord sort of showed me that, to be obedient. And I actually did in 2015, January, 2015, I did a one year shopping fast. And Mm. that's what broke the cycle. But I will tell you, Jamie, the reason why I finally decided to face this head on, because what's weird is like with shopping, you know, we we women are really bad at justifying and enabling each other with this because we're like, Hey, you know, I like to shop too. I mean, I mm-hmm. like cute stuff too. You know, it's, so we make each other feel better because we want, we, we sort of, we want to make each other feel better. And a lot of us struggle with it too. Mm-hmm. So we mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it. And that's one thing I found out in the, in the aftermath. But when I look back at conversations, I realized there were a lot of us that was sort of looking at each other, like somebody help me out of this kind of like cycle I'm in. And what it came down to bottom line, Jamie, the reason why I decided to sort of dive into this is because I wanted to eliminate any reason that God and I would not be okay. Mm. And that was the, that was the catalyst, man, for me going, shopping is dumb. If if that's getting in between God and I, I don't care whether I have the money. I don't care whether I'm a bargain shopper because those were all my justifications. Well, this is within your means. Well, you can afford this, you know, and you're not going into debt over it. It was like the silent thing, but It was, I wanted to eliminate any reason God and I would not be okay. And shopping was on my way. And when I realized that I was like, I could not, it's like a hot potato in my hands. I had to get rid of, Mm. you know, one thing as I'm listening to
0: you share this and I think people might think, at least it's not that big of a deal. It's shopping. Like, like I, I don't understand what the big deal is because my thing that I'm thinking that if anyone knew about me, I'd be so embarrassed of is like way bigger than yours. But I think you hit the nail on the head when you said, it was it was what you ran to it was what you went to when you were sad when you were happy when you you were filling up a hole that was never meant to be filled up by shopping with shopping and so i think that that's good to hear your story because i'm thinking people are listening knowing dang it this is me this is me so when you started when you started to feel like okay god i'm asking you take whatever show me anything else that's between you and he says shopping was your first reaction it's not that big of a deal? Or did you know?
1: My first reaction, evidenced by the fact it took me three years, <laughs> to think about it, was it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. So I relate to your listeners. and But here's what I'll tell you. Well, a couple of things. One, it doesn't matter whether something seems very small or very big. We put sin on a scale, right? right? Yep. We're the ones who go, wow, that's a biggie. That one's kind of smaller. Mm-hmm. That one seems not that big of a the bottom line is, if anything gets between you and God, it does, it's it got to go, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, okay, what's hard about this is like, there are certain things we we have to have, you know, toiletries, like people want us to bathe and whatever. And so like the shopping gets weird because you go like, well, what level of shopping? The bottom line is like, we have this internal thing. That's why it's called the Holy Spirit, if we're believers in Jesus Christ, that lets us know when we're like, it's a course correction, when we're getting way off course. And so, um, you know, I would say that when the Lord began to reveal it to me, it was, I I wouldn't say it was all at one time. I thought, Oh, wow. Shopping is my issue. It was just, it was sort of a, it was either a slow revelation or it was a slow like receiver. It was, I'm sure it was on my receiving end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I just didn't want to look at it, to be honest with you, because that's kind of what I felt like Jamie was like, look, there's a lot of people who've got a lot of vices. Can you give me shopping? Uh Like, like, you know, and um, I just want to make my house really pretty. And that's the problem was it, I was bargaining. I was like a bargain shopper, too. And I wasn't I wasn't racking up thousands and thousands of debt in credit cards. That's the tricky part of it. But the reality is, is do you want everything to be clean between you and God? And so the things that God is pointing out to you, whether you consider them small or big, you know, that's not really your territory to call it. Mm. You know, it's really not. It's just, are you going to obey the Lord and whatever he asks you to do? And it's not always going to make sense. And if you compare yourself to someone else, I dare say you're going to be worse than some people and better than others. And I didn't want to play that game anymore. You know, didn't matter to me whether a million people thought that was silly. I'm sure some people thought my shopping fast was silly, but here's what I'll tell you. I could give you Scores of emails and and texts and boxes from people who said, "Please tell me about your mm, shopping." issue too. And that's what happens when you're honest with things like that. There's an unearthing and a lot more people than you think struggle with this mm. in a big way. Well,
0: yeah. you know, And I think too, like when we start, you're talking about this, like putting sin on a scale, it does a couple of things. Number one, if you think your sin is just the worst possible sin anyone could commit, then you're super shameful usually. And you don't want to say it out loud. But if you're looking at your sin and you're like, it's not that bad. I'm not killing anyone. I'm not an addict. You know, all of these things, it's super small. I think it gets a lot Easier to just justify and sit in it. So they both produce something in us that keeps us separated from God. You know. Yeah. So what did you feel like? I know you said you you blogged about this and talked about it. What did it feel like when you said it to a like a face to face to a girlfriend? Because I'm you know I talk about this a lot when I talk to people about sharing their stories. Is I happen to write a book and you're an author as well, and so we share things publicly. Um, but I'm most certain that we share them personally with our real friends before they ever make it into a book or a podcast. Um, What did it feel like the first time you said these things out loud to a girlfriend?
1: Well, it felt scary. Mm -hmm. I mean, it felt like I was weak uh, I don't like to be in a weak position. I, so that's like, um, I'm, I just studied the, studied the Enneagram. So I'm like, well, that's an eight thing. To say. <laughs> uh, um, I don't like to be in a weak position. So to say like, you know, I'm struggling to the point that I'm going to have to take drastic measures and go on a year shopping fast. That feels like weakness, man. And I don't really like that. But You know, I think what happens is whatever the sin is in our life, and by the way, what are we supposed to do? Only discuss the things that we think are big? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when you're talking about people, it's like, I love the fact that you're doing this if I only knew, because I think the little, the Mm -hmm. things that. littler are probably the things that we need to talk about more because first of all, sin leads to sin leads to sin. Whatever mm-hmm. secret is confessor and that's where Satan can get in there. And you know, we need to be clean no matter what we think our level is. But I, I, I don't know, it felt it felt scary at first when I told my girlfriend, it felt, I can remember I was actually thinking about this, my girlfriend who's, who went to heaven uh, in 2013, Jen, when I remember the first time we were at the mall, this had to have been in about 2011 because she wasn't well enough to walk around the mall with me in 2012. Mm. She was a she was a shopper and it was 2011. It was one of her last outings that I can remember going on with her. We were walking around the mall and I said, you know, I'm really praying about something. I feel like the Lord's telling me that I've got some issues with shopping I need to deal with. And I just said it in passing and we just kind of kept walking down the mall. And she was quiet and Jen was rarely quiet. And we were probably, I don't know, seven stores past where we were when I told her that. And she looked at me and she said, hey, about that shopping thing, we talk to me a little bit more about that because um, I'm interested in that. What do you mean? And she didn't tell me at the time, like, I think I'm struggling with this too. Mm-hmm. But it was like community, you know, mm-hmm. it was like all of a sudden when I said it, I was kind of scared to say it. But because she was a woman of strength and that felt vulnerable. But when she grabbed my arm and said, tell me a little bit more about that. I thought, oh, maybe maybe Jen needs to talk about this, too. And so mm-hmm. it felt scary, but it felt like community. And I know enough to know that, man, we're just all much more alike than what we think. Yeah. If I struggle with it, so does she, so does she. And I've had that confirmed a million times over since sharing it publicly. I took it public, in fact, Jamie, because I needed the accountability. Mm-hmm. i I wasn't going to talk about it at first. It wasn't because it was a shameful place because I'm pretty vulnerable in my writing and I share a lot of things. But I knew that the only way I wasn't going to like just one day have a cart full of clothes and go check them out was if somebody in my town might possibly see me. (laughs) Is if you put it out there. Yeah. Yeah. So accountability is powerful in a
0: space like that. I love when you're talking about your story with your friend and it's something that I hear oftentimes when people have walked through some sort of struggle that they felt needed to be a secret at first and then they got the courage to share it out loud. Is more times than none, what they realized is that some they went first and it gave someone else the opportunity to go me too, you know, like I understand this as well. And your friend was giving you that she was providing you a safe place for you to do that as well. Now, my question for you that I ask a lot of times when people are saying, hey, here's something I've been walking through is how do you fight that today?
1: Well, first of all, I I realized that in in that year shopping fast, I I learned to say no to myself because, Mm -hmm. you know, breaking from habits are really powerful because that's, you know, sometimes we just get in these ruts and these crazy frenzies. And that's why breaking fast, you know, just whatever we do to take a breather from our life to get out of that sort of you know off the hamster wheel whatever out of the whirlwind we're in is powerful because sometimes just breaking and changing helps us do something different so i've learned to tell myself no which is really powerful and every time i tell myself no in a shopping situation i can i feel the strength and the power mm. of god i re- i remember too that obedience to god is worth any earthly sacrifice there is nothing that feels like a Obedience and an, and an immediate yes to God too is important. I, I, I think the most important thing I have realized in that, and the way I I, I try to have success now, is in making a plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, we. I think you know it's funny how you know we plan a lot of things, but we want to wing our spiritual lives. We want to you know have we, we want to have success in certain things, but then we 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 just do it by winging it, or we think we can do it by winging it. No. You know, things that are, have had a grip on us, it's very important to make a plan for them not to capture us again. Mm. And so, um, in this case, I've made a plan. And so, I have a very practical plan. And my practical plan is that anytime I buy something new, I have to donate five things in my closet. Really? Yeah, and it's it's been really powerful for me because uh, one, it's helped me keep my closet smaller. Now my closet still has plenty of things in it, so please, no one feel sorry for me. Uh, (laughs) uh, Full disclosure on that, Uh, but I, yeah, I do. I it's so I have to love it enough, whatever I'm buying, that five that I have to part with five things. So I know that it's got to be a real like it's got to be a real winner. That um, is
0: a great plan for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. So that's, that's something to, that, uh, that has really been helpful and, you know, listen, there's, there's successes, there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's, times that I feel like even right now, I was thinking on my phone right now, I have, I follow a a place on IG that I love their clothes. It's one of my favorites. Their clothes are not expensive at all. So it makes me go, Oh, that shirt's only 35 bucks. I could get that, you know, which, you know, might sound expensive to to some people, but maybe it doesn't sound to others. But anyway, so I look at it I'll be like, Oh, I could, I could afford that. And then, um, but I'm like, I really need to take them off my phone because I've I like their clothes too much. And so I can feel things like that. Now I hold my account- myself accountable more in those spaces. And so that's super important. Mm. You know, as you're
0: talking through sharing about this struggle that you've walked through, I have thought into myself times when I too have ran to this idea of shopping to fulfill a need. Usually there is also an Instagram store that I love that all you have to do is write, sold and your size, and then you just, they send you an email and then you PayPal it and then it shows up at your door and... It's dangerous. And I have found myself, and this is very convicting listening to you, and it's making me kind of press into what's in my heart as well. I have found myself in moments of sadness or stress or frustration, run to that store to see if I can buy anything, to see if it will make me feel better. And so I think even just you confessing and saying this out loud, the way that you have publicly, it's just another way that God uses his people to show other people where there might be kind of some missteps in their own heart, you know, as to what that might be. And so I'm thankful that you have been vocal about this because it's something that people are kind of embarrassed to talk
1: about. Well, it, it you know, it is embarrassing. And I, I, because I feel like it, you know, to me, it just showed weakness, mm-hmm. right? So to me it was like, I know, love that you keep saying that because it's so true. And we feel that.
0: Yes. Yes. It's like, Oh, what
1: well, you can't deal you can't deal with your stress. Oh, you can't deal with your, you know, and people, you know, I I think people, you know, see me as sort of a strong person and that's great. And that's, I, that's the way God gifted me. But listen, you know, this is the reality of the human condition that we're in. We all have things that we run to and we all have things that we struggle with. And, you know, and I, I think, I think one of the things that has made it so, um, healing for me is to continue to talk about it, even when I want it, because sometimes I want to cave in and Uh sometimes think, oh, maybe, maybe I shouldn't gone on Jamie's show and talked about this, you know what I mean? Because now more people will know about it. But the reality is, is no, that's what makes it beautiful because only Jesus helps me be better. Mm. And, you know, I, I even like, you know, and, and I want God, uh, when, when God was really just uh, continuing to draw me to his side to say, I'm the best, you want me the most. You know, in the very last chapter of that book, I write about sitting in an antique mall and I, I write about how, I want to make my house more beautiful, and it already is. But really what I want is for God to clean me up Mm -hmm. and make me more beautiful. But I'm also scared that He will. And so if I shop, maybe I can make my house more beautiful. And maybe He won't rearrange me to the point where I've got to deal with stuff. And so, you know, we're a complex people. But at the core, what we really want is God the most. And these other things are just, you know, temporary smoke screens that we grab onto. And Mm so um, whatever gets in our way... It just has to go. And so we just have to get to that point that I said earlier was, am I willing to let anything get between God and I? Or am I at the place where I am ready to eliminate whatever comes between us? Because I'm, I, I'll am i be honest with you, I don't want to eliminate any reason God might not bless me in my life. Mm-hmm. And is not worth it. And that's found out through this. Uh,
0: Lisa, it's beautiful. And thanks for your vulnerability and sharing, because the truth of the matter is we all have these things that we are just scared to say out loud. But you have shown us once again that saying it out loud, um, confessing it to God, confessing it to girlfriends, um, asking for accountability. These are actually some of the ways that God's used to persevere us, to make us look more like him and to get us to the end of this race. Right. And so thank you very, very much.
1: Thank you so much. I love being on.
0: Thanks for listening to this story. I believe that stories change the world. I believe that they tear down walls, open gates of conversation, and allow us to experience freedom in a new way. Your story matters, and I pray that you will have the courage to share your story with a close friend, just like my guest shared with me today. In my newest book, If You Only Knew, I Go First. I go first and I share my story with you. You can find more information at ifyouonlynewbook.net. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk.